What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the New York Minute. I'm your host, Bert Richardson, and today we're getting into Fantastic Four spoilers. This is article number four of five. So let's get right into it. Just like last, I'm going to leave the link to today's article in the description of the podcast. Today's article is called Doomsday. Ooh, wee. Here we go, because I know <laughs> I know a lot of you have been waiting. I know a lot of you have been waiting for Dr. Doom. And uh, he's actually the first card spoiled. So let's talk about him. Dr. Doom at level one is a 2-4. Flight range, six life. He has inventor. During the build, you pay a yellow. Dr. Doom creates an invention. Keep in mind, he only has access to frightful inventions and generic inventions. Science and sorcery, that's his XP con. He needs two. At the end of your turn, if you played an equipment and a plot twist this turn, Dr. Doom gains an XP. I'm not a, f- I'm not a huge fan of 2-4 to start because that means you can get beat on really fast. But if he's doing what he's supposed to do, you can have access to weapon, which is zero-cost equipment. That would give him plus five defense. He has that six life, so he's going to get to do his thing eventually in the game. As of right now, I don't know when he levels, but if you wanted to wrap your deck around having an equipment and a plot twist at all times, he can realistically level turn two, turn three. The next card is not his level two, so we're probably going to have to do that last or something. Doombot, that's the next card. Four cost, frightful, flight range, seven, seven, two life. Invention four, so you have four of these for your Dr. Doom main character. Swarm, you can have any number of Doombots on your side. This power cannot be turned off. Okay. An exact replica. If Dr. Doom would be wounded on your side, randomly choose him or a Doombot on your side. If you chose a Doombot, you may say, Fool, you think you can defeat Dr. Doom so easily? If you do, switch their positions and wound the Doombot instead. Okay, so we got we got wound dodging on the main and potentially Dr. Doom's supporting character as well. Uh, This seems pretty good. You have to play this, I think. This is the only frightful invention we know so far, and it directly impacts when and how your Dr. Doom takes wounds. This could be a blowout in, like, a huge team attack. They threw all their guys at Dr. Doom. Yeah, I like this. I like that his stats are really... This is a really beefy four-drop, and it's searchable. Playable. Do it. Uh, Next, we got Christoph Bernard. He's a 5-drop, Frightful, Flight Range, 4-7, 2-life. I like his stats, man, on a 5-drop. That's really cool. Becoming Doom. While a Doom bot is on your side, Kristoff gains, a.k.a. Dr. Doom and Swarm. Okay, so the Doom bot's actually going to work for him as well. That's cool. I like that. And it's on curve. So you, you search the Doom bot, you play it on 4, then you play this guy on 5, and your Doom bots are going to do something, and that's an 11-team attack gunshot from the back row good so far he is the heir apparent during the main you pay a yellow put five plus one plus one counters on a doom bot on your side or ready a doom bot on your side or put a doom bot from your ko pile into your hand Kristoff may use this power any number of times on your turn this thing's a house man this guy is a mega house i love that the doom bots can help him dodge wounds and he he just randomly can make a Doombot a 12-12 
and you could keep doing it on that same turn. Keep a lookout for this guy. If you're on Frightful, if you're playing Doctor Doom, you probably want to play this guy. And he has Swarm. <laughs> he can gain Swarm. That's so funny. But the reason for that is because he's supposed to be able to work with Doctor Doom as your main character. All right, cool. Uh, now we have Doctor Doom. He's a seven cost, Frightful, Flight Range, seven, seven, two life. I love that he's built like the uh, like the Doombots. That's really cool. Uh, inventor, during the build, pay yellow, he creates an invention. That's cool. I'm not really interested in building inventions that late in the game. I hope we get more inventors down low, so like maybe a two-cost, three-cost, four-cost inventor. Yeah, turn seven inventions seem really late. They have to be winning you the game at that, which they probably can. All you need is doom. This is a keyword. When you play an equipment, put three plus one plus one counters on doom. When you play a plot twist, ready doom. This is really good. I'm more interested in the plot twist part of him. Uh, him potentially board clearing because you got a grip of blue cards in your hand. Uh, that's going to be really good. I happen to really like this card because of Kristoff, however. He will be AKA Dr. Doom and Swarm, so you can have this guy out and Kristoff and Doombots. I already, I, I feel like I know where this deck is gonna go and it's a shame that it's on yellow because you're probably not gonna be able to do it to the effect that you want with people playing Jessica Jones in the main. If you take off the Inventor ability, a 7-7 seven, seven in the air with range, 2 life, and it grows and readies himself to attack again. Uh, that's super playable. I like him a lot. Now we have the wizard. He is frightful at level 1, flight range, 3-3, three, three, 6 life. Wizard armor. While the wizard is in combat, you may play any plot twist as a copy of open fire, find cover, savage surprise, best offense is a good defense. Mechanical Mastermind. He needs 5 XP. When you play a combat plot twist, the wizard gains an XP. I like this guy a lot, man. It's so interesting that they slapped the first 4 plot twists we ever got on this guy. Generally speaking, I feel as though you want to be giving him fine cover. He's fairly small in the early game, but I could see myself playing open fire and fine cover on this guy. Uh, you're going to want to level very, very quickly, I think. A 3-3 doesn't scale very well to the game. So, you should be thinking about 14 to 16 plot twists. That'll get you one for your turn and one for your opponent's turn. That's good for a turn 3 level. At level 2, the wizard is a 7-5. Flight range, 6 life. He still has wizard armor and he gains escape artist. During any combat, pay a yellow or a red. Cancel the combat. The wizard may use this power any number of times each turn. This is really good. Yeah, I like this a lot, man. Uh, he's going to he's going to go very very far in the game, probably getting Doctor Dooms and and Jungle Hunters down and that kind of thing. You're gonna have to think about Danger Rooms or Combi Sticks to interact with this guy effectively, because his worst plot twist in his hand is always a fine cover that makes him a seven eight on the crackback, and if for some reason that is disadvantageous. He can just savage surprise and open the front row or get a wound where he wouldn't otherwise get it. I like this guy a lot. Mole Man, that's the next main character. He's frightful. 1-6, range, 5 life. 
Mole Man. That's his superpower. During the main, you pay a yellow. Mole Man tunnels under an enemy resource. Subterranean Tunnel Network. That's his XP con. He needs three. When Mole Man tunnels, he gains an XP. Let's read what tunnel does because there's a little paragraph here. Mole Man can tunnel beneath enemy resources. If there are any enemy locations, he must tunnel under those first. If there are none, he can tunnel under a face-down resource. When he tunnels, remove him from the game and place him beneath the card he is tunneling under. At the start of your next turn, put him back onto your side. And if the card he was under was a location, turn it face-down. If it was already face-down, KO it. So for a yellow, you're potentially dodging wounds and turning a location face down or KOing a resource. This is really strong. I hope his level 2 holds up. At level 2, he's a 311 with a gun. He gains moloids forward during the build pay a red. Put a moloid token onto your side. And he still has mole man. Mole man tunnels under it. I love this main character, man. I love this thing. He's so important right now. He's so important because there's a there's a combo deck that kills you if your main character's face up on turn four. He's so important to this format right now, outer space. For a yellow, you're dodging. So he's tucking pass with upside because he's going to be able to, to just slow down the opponent, turn off their superpowers. And I hope the Moloid can sneak a wound or two in there let's read what that does because he gets it for free or he gets it without paying for it resource wise moloid is zero cost frightful zero one one life and he has swarm you can have any number of moloids on your side this power cannot be turned off it also has dark vision while attacking the Moloid has plus one, plus zero for each face down resource on that side. This thing is really good, man. Um, if Mole Man has been doing his job, if he's been dodging wounds, if he's been turning things down or destroying face down resources, this thing could potentially be a 5-1-6-1, right? And, and it can get there in the right circumstances. I like this setup a lot, man. Keep an eye on Mole Man. He's very, very strong. And if you are a control player or if you like to get to the, the late game and play big stuff, Mole Man's going to get you there more than half the time. Mad Thinker. He's a two-drop. Frightful team. One-six. I love those stats on a two-drop. One life. During the build, pay a red for Construct Android. Search your deck for an awesome Android supporting character. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Computer Mind. During the main, you pay a yellow. Make a secret prediction about an enemy attack next turn. If that prediction is correct, reveal it, cancel the combat, and immediately make another prediction about an attack th that turn. Um, this, guy's, this guy's decent. I like him. For a yellow, you're potentially getting out of bad combats that you wouldn't otherwise be able to, to get out of. I like this guy a lot. I hope the Android is worth it. If it's a three or four drop, it might be worth it. And depending on what it does, this guy could sneak his way in, into decks. Oh, here we go. Three cost, awesome Android. Frightful. Uh, it has star, star. So currently it's a zero, zero with one life. Let's see what it does. Mimicry. Awesome Android has base attack defense equal to the highest printed attack defense on other face-up characters. Oh, man. <sighs> Man, 
This thing, this thing's a house. Uh, <laughs> for just three, he can be as big as your main character, even in the right circumstances. This guy is going to, even just for one life, he can just randomly steal a wound or two from the opponent. And he's searchable. You're going to want to play this, I think. Next, we have Puppet Master. Two cost, frightful, two five, one life, radioactive clay effigy. During the main, you pay a red. Reveal a supporting character from your hand, then move an enemy supporting character with that name onto your side. When the Puppet Master leaves play, move it back. I don't like the stats on this guy. Being able to steal a supporting character from your opponent is really cool, but the stats just don't make up for it. And there's a lot of setup that's underneath this ability. He can only grab guys that are in your deck. That kind of feels bad to me. Unless there's a character that has... AKA everyone, I don't really see myself playing Puppet Master, I don't think. I like stealing abilities. It's cool to see more stealing abilities in this game, though. We've got a plot twist. Backup plan. Frightful stamped. During the combat, if an enemy player has played a plot twist this combat, draw two cards. I like this thing a lot, man. Uh, especially with the wizard that we talked about. He's going to be able to draw two cards and get to... Get to his fine covers and savage surprises. Yeah, you're you're probably playing four of this anyway if you're on Frightful Team. Drawing cards is so, so good in this game. Yeah, definitely playable. All four, play them. Definitely play those. Oh, we got level two Dr. Doom. So, Dr. Doom becomes a 7-7 seven, seven flight range, six health. He still has Inventor. During the build, he creates an invention. And he gains time platform. During the build, you pay a blue. Choose an enemy supporting character. Its owner shuffles it face up into their deck. Doom can't use this power if there's a face up character in an enemy deck currently. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fine. Dr. Doom's good. He's fine, I think. Six life, seven, seven, easy to level. Inventing is going to make him or break him, I think. Currently, he has access to automaton and weapon, and those cards are fairly, fairly good. It says something here about time platform. Note that face-up cards, locations, index is public info. We suggest players turn the card sideways so it's very clear to where it is. It's removal. I don't even care that it's face-up in the deck. He's paying a blue to just get rid of a guy. That's really strong. You may only get to use this once a game, and that's kind of sad. I would have liked to see something like characters that are face-up in the deck can't be recruited. Or maybe if maybe if your opponent draws face-up characters, like they just go directly to the graveyard instead, or KO pile, that would have been really interesting. As it stands right now, Dr. Doom is super, I don't want to say average, because there's a lot going for him. He's definitely playable. He's definitely playable. I'm worried about inventions for yellows. I get that he's going to get two before an average Jessica Jones drop, but late in the game, I don't know that you're going to want to do that, especially with Kristoff. That guy's a house, man. I think I'd rather I think I'd rather play the yellows for Kristoff than Doctor Doom, I think. I don't know. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to play Doctor Doom to see where I stand with him. But currently as it stands right now, I actually like his seven drop a lot better. I like the Doom bots, but not for the main. I like them for Kristoff. Kristoff actually can win you the game. 
and having more than one of him out, come on. (laughs) Oh, man. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, Overall, exciting stuff, man. There's a lot of strong evil characters in here. And it's good to see how far we've come with evil characters in general. And these cards mean so much to, to the outer space format or cosmic power format. Enough to shake it up? I I, I believe so, yeah. Uh, keep an eye out on these cards. Yeah, Dr. Doom, I love the 7-drop. I would go out of my way to play him. Uh, the wizard, that's going to be a... It's this guy's a house, man. Unreasonable crackbacks. Wounds that he's not supposed to be able to deal, and he has Think Again stapled on him. I love that. Mole Man, again, he's so important to this format. I wish... I hope that you guys understand how important he is. Superpower denial, tuck and pass. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. And backup plan. Backup plan's phenomenal. It's going to see a lot of play, man. All right, so I'm out of here. Uh, we also got a, a basic yellow. I guess I should have should have said that earlier, but uh, it's it looks like Valeria being brainwashed, and she's like, the building block says Doom on it. That's cool. Not my favorite yellow, but I'd, I'd probably play it at some point. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the New York Minute. I'm your host, Bert Richardson. I'll see you next spoiler article. Peace.